Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a July 18th Tuesday night edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at So Suppress These Days, Real GM former Blazer B writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. Last night was the NBA Summer League Championship, the Las Vegas Summer League Championship game down in Vegas. The Blazers facing the Los Angeles Lakers to take to decide who will take the title down in Vegas and whose banner will hang for summers to come at the Thomas and Mack Center at UNLV, the Blazers jumped out to a good start. It looked like it, they were going to have the game in hand, but the, the Lakers caught fire. Kyle Kuzma had 30 points and 10 rebounds to lead the Lakers. They were without Summer League MVP Lonzo Ball, but it didn't matter because they shot the lights out in this one and they defeat the Portland Trail Blazers 110-98 to take the home the championship. It was uh, a tough end for the Blazers, but at the same time, it's summer league. They had a great run, and I think it was it was filled with you know really positive moments. One of those positive moments before we get to this conversation that I have had with Corbin Smith about the Carmelo Anthony rumors and and everything that uh, obviously got us really excited. Uh, before we get to that, Caleb, Caleb Swanigan made the first team of the Las Vegas Summer League because of his performance, averaged a double-double, one of only four guys to average a double-double in the Summer League, joining Blake Griffin, Kevin Love, and, and Maurice Spates. So pretty good company, you know, guys that have had really strong NBA careers. Uh, so great company for Swanigan to be in. He didn't shoot that well throughout the week but it it didn't you know I thought that he what he did was so much more than just the numbers created a lot of plays for his teammates was often a fulcrum of the offense where they were running dribble handoffs off off of him or he was posting up or running pick and roll all that stuff he really uh just really knew uh how to create and 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 was very deserving of that first team spot and the Blazers lost. It was a bummer. Uh, obviously, you, you you get that far. You watch that many summer league games. You want uh, some kind of reward at the end of it. But they finished 5-3. and three. They played eight games in 10 days, something ridiculous. And I got to say, Swanigan did look a little tired towards the end of that game. And how can you blame him? He was carrying the load for this team for eight games, most for, for, for the entire tournament. And he... You can't blame him for for getting tired because that's you know just because he's young, you know guys still get tired and so uh, he should he definitely deserves some rest. I think Layman deserves some rest as well. He had a good game in that uh, final game. I, I he didn't he had some better games I thought after he got some more opportunity to be on the ball and be more featured in the offense. Uh, kind of I think it was more of a consequence. It was a circumstance of the Pat Connaughton injury. Because it didn't seem like it was as much of a focus as it was later on in the in the summer league, but uh, he had 21 points in the in the final game, hit some threes down the stretch to to make it interesting. But ultimately, the Blazers lost. But uh, I thought it was a fun summer league, uh, ultimately for Portland and, and probably the most you know one of the, probably the most fun summer league since you know Damian Lillard 
had that uh, magical run a couple of years ago down in Vegas when you saw, hey, you know, this guy going to be a good player here in the future. So the end of Summer League, we have no more Summer League to talk about. And you know, we've, we've talked about Carmelo on this podcast and it, it was, we could see it logically. You know, we, we could see it. We could see that Portland had the right pieces. It was just a question, you know, is Melo, you know, willing to do it? And, you know, we, we, we talked about that once again. We, Corbin Smith came on and we, 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 we discussed the Carmelo Anthony rumors, why it works in basketball ways, not just from, you know, the, the standpoint of just being fun. And I think, uh, I think we, you know, we really, feel passionate about this and I think I think it would be a, a great addition so uh almost a celebration here with Corbin Smith and cheers to the end of summer league cheers to Jarnell Stokes Jorge Gutierrez uh Antonius Cleveland all these guys that played on the summer league team Nick Johnson you know a fun team you know shout out to these guys they're out here just you know trying to make their living in the NBA and trying to make their living in basketball and it was fun for them to make a run as uh, members of you know members of the Blazers, quote unquote, for a little bit, so it was it was kind of fun. And 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 if you like basketball a lot, it's kind of just fun to have some basketball here in July. So, uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation with Corbin Smith uh, on Carmelo Anthony. We also talked about summer league. He gave his thoughts on on, on the summer league guys, Swanigan, Collins, and 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 the rest of, and also some thoughts on who Portland should target at the taxpayer mid level exception. So. I uh, hope you enjoy this conversation with Corbin Smith. And I'm now joined by Corbin Smith, fre- frequent guest. And ge- from Baltimore, Maryland, 6'8", from Syracuse, wearing the number seven, it's Carmelo Anthony! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they said it couldn't be done. They said I was a fool. And they were wrong. Carmelo Anthony is all but on his way to the Portland Trailblazers, ladies and gentlemen. And who called it first? That's right, Corbin Smith and Eric Gunderson here on the Locked On Blazers podcast. We we never say that I am not a prophet. We we birthed this into existence. It was a very Lavar Ball moment for us. We were speaking it into existence, and exactly. And over the weekend, here we were doing our own things. You know, not even really, not even really looking for anything. And Woj just you know comes out of the sky, answering the 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 the, the prayers and the hopes of this this locked on Blazers tandem here. We just we made it happen here on this podcast. And yeah. this is the power that the podcast has. So you, yeah, the yeah, listener, yeah. has the power. Out. You Put have the power. Out there. You have the power Anthony when you listen to this podcast. Is definitely going to be a Portland Trailblazer. The only thing standing in the way is that they fired Phil. And that <sighs> Phil would have been perfectly willing to trade for Evan Turner. Oh. If Phil, loves Evan Phil, Turner. Phil loves Evan Turner. I, Evan Turner. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. so it's happening. I'm, I'm excited. We're all excited. Uh, anybody who is against this idea is a police officer. The, the, uh, the, the feds. They are the federales, the police. They are narcos. They are ICE. They are the feds. And I know what the- you're saying, Corbin. Your your dear friend Dane Carbaugh is hemming and hawing about this on Twitter, to which I say I, it pains me to say, Dane is police. <laughs> Dane Dane also uh, uh, one of my co-hosts and and and. and he- Great guest of this podcast as well, but, but 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 listen, I but Dan, 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 I, I can't. This is why you know I can't. I just can't agree. You got to bring in Mellow Man. This is excellent this, blogger and writer. Excellent, ta- you know, tactic tactical mind of basketball. Notable bald, notable he's, bald. But he's dead wrong on Carmelo, ladies and gentlemen. And 
he is frankly showing his police instincts in his opposition. La policia. He's la policia. Anybody who opposes Carmelo should be kicked out of Portland forever. You live in Ridgefield now. You will not even be allowed in Vancouver. Wow. Corbin's marking his turf right now. This is, the, and this podcast is marking our turf. We, yeah, we have to say that, you know, we, we were, we've been on, I, I don't want to say island. Like, have we been in Mellow World? Like, it, it's, it's oh, bigger certainly. than an island. Oh, certainly. It's a whole world of its own. Yeah. Wait, so, we, uh, it's, it has it has an economy. It has uh, uh, international relations. It has everything you could ever want from a world. Uh, I, yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, as evidenced last summer around this time, or close to this time, Mello was out there, you know, working with other nations. Exactly, Carmelo Anthony, USA basketball legend. That's right. The the greatest New York Knicks the, hero, um, uh, Baltimore legend. The Nuggets. He had a good run with the Nuggets. They made a conference final. An finals. excellent Denver Nuggets. Probably a top five Denver Nugget of all time. Oh, for sure. Uh, and a guy who loves to make terrible shots. He's the greatest, and he's going to be a Portland Trailblazer, ladies and gentlemen. I I I I, uh, I got a tear in my eye. Look at me. Eric will tell you I'm crying oh. right now. Okay. Hi. Okay. Hi. My girlfriend says, Kelsey says hi. Hi, Kelsey. It's me, Corbin. <laughs> We're, yes. Uh, this is what happens in the studio uh, here in Lockdown Blazers. But um, back to Mellow. What you were talking about, mellow, and what were we talking about? Oh, just mellow, man. The experience, I, I, just Trailblazer. It it was going to take Brandon Noy's number, and you're going <laughs> to like it. I will say, um, it would be irresponsible of me not to mention the update that Woj gave us yesterday. Was that? Oh, sorry. Well, no, that Carmelo is intent on doing Houston. That there's no word yet on whether he's interested in Portland, but. That would be like I mean, it seems like they're putting the pressure on him though. I, that Portland's they're reaching out. They're reaching out. CJ's Instagram post. CJ works out in New York a lot. Uh, spends Damian a lot of time making phone calls. Damian, I think, I, I think Mello's in LA right now, but I saw I saw a video of him in a practice. But uh, okay, well but it, but then, it, then then I then I I digress on the New York part, but also the the rest of the NBA. I'm sure. Damian Lillard's making some trips to L.A. to work out and, and run with some guys or whatever. You know, Yusuf Nurkic arguing his are offering his finest oversized dino ribs. That's right. Nurkic. Nurk. Nurk. Uh, who better to make the the offering than Big Nurk? Exactly. Just, you can't refuse him. Uh, you're going. He's going to protect Carmelo. Yeah. You know, you know, Chris Stapps was. Coming into the situation, and he, he couldn't really just protect Carmelo as much as no, no, Big no. Nurk can. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions on Chris Stapps, but when he hugs you, it's not like when Nurk hugs you. No, it, it, when Nurk it's hugs, not safe and warm. No, when Nurk hugs you, it's warm. It's 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 comforting, you, you, and you you feel safe. And and I think Melo, Melo, Melo's been Melo's been in an abusive relationship with Phil Jackson in the Knicks. And it's what do you do? It's what I always say. Where do you go when you wash out of New York, Eric? Portland. It's Portland, it's, Oregon. It, it's 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 the place for people that are fed up with New York. Fed up. And, and as we've mentioned before, Mello, he they may not. He doesn't. He, Houston. He doesn't know. You know, he doesn't really know. No, they don't have. You know, the, the restaurants also. Also, the restaurants within such a short distance. I'm sure there's great restaurants in Houston, but you know how far you have to drive everywhere in Houston because it's so enormous. You can walk. You can walk. He could walk. He could walk. He could. He could. Uh, he could take the max. He could. I mean, look at and, and look at what's going on with the transit system in New York right now. Just an absolute disaster. Nightmare. 
garbage. Not like the Max, baby. No, 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 no. The Max is just always running nice smoothly. And reliable. I rode, a, I rode the Orange Line yesterday, people. Our bike sharing system is better than the city bike. It goes without saying. Uh, I mean, it just it. There's just so many things to offer here for for one Mr. Anthony that. I, I he I think he's got it. You know he's got to change his mind here. But I mean, there's again, no reason for him not to come to Portland, people. And and the other thing too is he has two years. If his you know if he's spending a lot of time in L.A., his wife is an actress, and and they're on she, the rocks. Uh, they're on the rocks. But you know New York and L.A. They're basically you know they're they're right back and forth. I mean everyone's a back and forth between there at that. You know, at that yeah, level, our car, certainly, we're always going back. Yeah, well, not you and I, you know, not you and I, but we're jet setters. We're jet setters. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I mean, he could go, you know, if he needs to go think about that, you know, if he needs a little sunshine, he's just a hop, skip and a jump from L.A. Go spend some time in L.A. PDX, America's best airport. Super easy, very convenient, great food, Everyone's friendly. You're not going to find a more friendly security staff than you will at Portland International Airport, people. Legal weed. Yeah, nobody's yeah, nobody's going to judge you when they see you smoking a gigantic blunt on the Max. No. They're just going to be mean, like maybe some, actually maybe actually what they're actually what okay, maybe some people, but I think the majority of people are like, "Hey, Carmelo, can I, you know, pass that blunt?" Yeah. I mean, that's what's the, that's the and reaction. Carmelo will be like, "Okay," and then you'll hit the blunt and you'll be like, "Wow, not very strong weed." But I, it, I'm, it's, I'm with Carmelo now, so I'm just feeling it, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what happens. Carmelo just makes makes the feels grow, and it just makes makes things happen. I I, I want to say, I, I, when the the last time I saw Melo, I don't think he wasn't uh, he wasn't that healthy uh, this year. But I, and I think it was a lot of. Uh, psychological things happening there too. Phil like, Jacksonitis. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 but you know, I saw him when I was on the beat. Like he and this was 2 years ago, which is not even you know, it's not that long ago. And it, he he can still take over games sometimes. It could be I think we've said this on the podcast before. It could be his Joe Johnson moment. Like he could come in to this team and he's still going to be able to get buckets and take over games and just be like, "Yo, I'm I'm still Carmelo, Carmelo like like respect me and 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 I think sure he could have that with the Rockets but I also think the expectations are going to be way too high. Yeah, Rockets is a real championship or bust situation. Even though they have to play Golden State Warriors, yeah, who wants that? No, I mean I, I guess hyper competitive professional athletes, but Melo's not one of those people. Yeah, it seems like he probably isn't. Or he, he, he chose all the, he chose to stay in New York when he knew they were they were gonna suck. Like he clearly just he wants to be in a nice working environment, but I don't think he cares that much about winning That's a championship. Portland, Oregon, baby. It's Portland, Oregon. Quality of life. Everyone loves you here, Mello. I mean, not like they don't now, but like every the only player Blazers fans have ever disliked is Raymond Felton. <laughs> That's it. And you played with that dude. It's probably hard to blame him if you know that, you know? Right. I mean, I I, I don't. Yeah, it's he's going to be loved regardless if he comes here and they'll retire your number. They won't even think about it. Yeah, they'll, they'll do like they'll, the second round. They'll do like the thing that they did with Terry Porter or that what they could do. With, I think it was like Terry Porter and Bobby Gross that they retired both of those number 30s at the same time. They just do, you know, Carmelo comes here. They maybe make a, make a good run in the playoffs. Yeah, second round. Seven, B-Roy, seven, Mello. If we're talking about... Okay, all right, I, okay, I had to stop myself. I can't, if we're talking about packages... B-Roy, I, B, I can't do that to B-Roy. I will say, I'll do it to B-Roy, I don't care. <laughs> the I time is the now. What, yeah. what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah, up in Seattle. Wait, 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 he's not doing anything for the Blazers up in Seattle right now. He's, just, uh, he's molding young men into the into the basketball warriors of tomorrow. It's admirable, but you know it's nothing for the Portland Trailblazers, baby. Not like Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Shout out to B Roy. 
Uh, shout, no, shout, no shout out to B Roy. I, I will shout him out because I'm casting you aside. For I, have to, I have I have a code. I, 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 I must stand for B Roy. But but Mello can definitely. I mean, here's the thing about B Roy. Number seven, I think one day should be retired. But it seems like he may not want that yet, and it also seems like the team, you know. There was taking a while. I think it's gonna. Yes, I think it's gonna be a little while before B Roy like comes to terms, or like not even comes to terms, just like wants to like look back on his career in that way, and that's plenty of time to have Carmelo wear the number seven. Come on, I mean, obviously that's not holding up the deal, but uh, if it is, don't don't be afraid. You know, let Melo know he can have number seven. Anyway. Call B Roy. I'm sure B Roy would be down. You can hang out at Nike. You can you can make weird pitches at White and Kennedy whenever you want. Yeah, think about think about all the like the commercials. Well, I mean, he could do that in New York too. Um, but I mean, he can't really do it in New York more than because he doesn't want, he doesn't want to work there anymore. It seems like no. that was all the report. So the reporters are indicating too that like it's been a year that the Knicks have tried to trade him and. He's not willing to just put that on Phil Jackson. You know, he 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 also blames the the, the front office that's there, which the uh, Steve Mills, who's now the president, was Phil's GM, I believe, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Something along those lines. Yeah, it was like he was part of the front office. So, yeah, he, he obviously there's still a connection there. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope it happens. I hope uh, Mello comes and sees the light. Uh, I know you should do it, Carmelo. Everyone will love you. Yo, honestly, it's a lovely place. Okay, I, there were some reports that Mello was in Houston and like was there for a little while. You know, I I know there's this whole like quote unquote tampering thing, but you know what's the stop? CJ from being like, hey, you know, wanna wanna hop on the plane? I'll and, give you an extra two million dollars. Yeah, I'll, we'll come for a tour. You know, him and Dame, yeah. him, Dame, CJ, and, and Nurk just go on a tour of uh, the city. Go to the Crystal Ballroom. Oh my God, this floor is crazy. This floor is crazy. Maybe they go uh, to they go to Pock Pock, and and he and he gets to try the wings or something like that. They have Pop Pock's in New York, I think. Whatever. Yeah, they do. We can go to Tusk. Yeah, he's got to go to Tusk. Corbin's personal favorite. You can go yeah, to Tusk. Matt, like, Matt, wow, these salads are amazing. If he wants to try the barbecue, you can go to Matt's BBQ, the famous Matt's BBQ. Uh, uh, you know, he can find out that we uh, – we, I mean, we've got some pizzas that will rival anything you get in, get in New York. People. Oh, a pizza Shoals. Mellow would fall pizza in love. Ken's Artisan Pizza. Uh, he could explore Vancouver. Yeah. He's probably going to have to live here. Yeah. You know, if he wants a nice house, they got Rally Pizza up in Vancouver. That's it. You know, I don't know, Eric. You probably haven't been to Rally Pizza. People don't. I mean, people from Portland, they don't get the chance to come out to Vancouver very often. I understand that, but a Rally Pizza, mwah, wonderful. That's that's that, that's a great recommendation. It's, a, it's the fella who used to work at Ken's. He used to be Ken's Pizza Man. You know, that's a great assumption. But I actually have been to Rally Pizza. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Have we talked about this before? I, I think we have. Oh, they have shit. great. They have great concretes. They have wonderful concretes. Unbelievable, Mellow, and Mellow. This tasty. I've said it before. This tasty and son's biscuit. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? It's for you. Every time I eat that thing, I think that Carmelo would love this. I mean, every time I, I walk past and just feel the energy, I'm like, this is mellow. Yeah, this is what mellow's looking for. And I have to say it. LeBron James. A little dissatisfied in Cleveland. He has spent some time in Portland. It's where he signed his first contract. His, uh, it's, uh, I'm just saying. Come join your friend Mello, Damian Lillard. You, you know who also may be on the move here soon, who might get bought out from his current team and could be a free agent, is D. Wade. Portland sure. still has that mid-level exception. Absolutely. I I mean they're I mean we should talk about that <laughs> in a second. But yeah, no, we I mean because I don't I don't know what they're actually going to do with that. It was just I have, you know I, I, we got to build the I banana want. boat here. I yeah, but I mean Wade, you'd love it here. Le, LeBron, remember that game you had? where you uh, scored like 38 points against the Blazers and everyone was booing you and you went, bah. Oh yeah. And he slapped bah. his butt. 
slapped your butt. Like, uh, you telling me that you look, we all knew that was a moment LeBron and we, and I think it's time for you to recognize LeBron that, th- that Portland is where your energy belongs right now. Dan Gilbert, you don't want to be with that, uh, with that two bit lone conman, you know, Paul Allen, he built something, you know, open your mind and hang out with Paul. Mind. Oh, hang out with Paul Allen. And, Paul and- Allen owns ghosts in cages. You don't want to meet these cage ghosts that Paul Allen definitely owns. I know that LeBron is always or has in the past Instagrammed and or tweeted about his enthusiasm for wine. Oregon wine country. Oregon wine country. Second, second only to California and France and probably Germany. So forth, you know, I they, guess. You know, they say now in in the wine the the wine people say that Washington actually may have the best red wine now. Oh, well. So congratulations I, I, to you. Thank you. I will. I'll remember that the next time I'm teetotaling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gosh, yeah, it would be great, though, if the Blazers could somehow. Because from the Knicks perspective, I just let's just flesh this out a little bit. From the Blazers the Knicks, could definitely offer the best package. Yes. From the Knicks perspective, Portland, what Portland has is much more enticing than what Houston is willing to give up. And now it could just be that, you know, the, 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 everyone's trying to up the, – they're trying to up Houston's offer here for, for all sides here because obviously if you could up Houston's offer, maybe they'd be willing to take on more, uh, certain contracts or give other things up, not even that, or give things up to to execute a trade that they're not willing to give up right now. But it seems like they don't want to give up any of their wing players. That's what all seems like to be indicated is that they don't want to give up Eric Gordon or Trevor Ariza. And the Knicks need guys like that. They need guys who are wings. They need guys who can play on the outside because they already have Chris Epps. They have the Hernan Gomez kid. They have Kylo Quinn. Like, they don't need any big They need big, Alan, Cra- Alan Crabb or Mo Harkless or, you know. Or, or, you know, I mean, you could even – it would be tough, but you could – also convinced me you could trade them both for for Mello at this point, especially especially if it if if Harkless is the cost of getting of moving Crab off of that deal, you know, and then and then I think that saves you, especially about, if if my good friend Carmelo is coming. Yeah, I think that that deal if you just did Harkless for uh, Harkless and Crab for Mello straight up, I think it would save you three million dollars. But I mean, I think Portland obviously would try and start with not giving up. Harkless, but I think ultimately, if you're in New York, that's who you want because he's young. He can he can build around getting mellow. I uh, really think they should keep Aminu because Aminu is really good at defense and can probably. Oh yeah, I will admit that Aminu is like the exact kind of player I like, which is to say, somebody who plays a lot of defense and is spotty at practically everything else. Which leads me (laughs) to a brief conversation about the mid-level exception the Blazers have. I believe. I might have said it here before. I've said it to somebody. Uh, if the Blazers aren't trying to get Tony Allen with that, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I, when I did my uh, pre-free agency discussion, I was I used the I listened to the dunked on. Uh, they do the they do this the mock off season where they they negotiate with each other and they get all the guys in. They get all the guys. They get Kevin Pelton, Dan Feldman, Feldman. and and Dan, Danny and Nate and and they they actually do a really good job, I think, of setting a market value for these guys. And before the the the, the market actually comes to fruition, and one of the guys that was in Portland's price range after that was Tony Allen and. Uh, I, I think he still is. And I think probably what's happening right now is if they want to probably wait on final word for this mellow thing. And if they get involved in that in any way and they move some of their guys like their wing players, like a crab, like a Harkless, then they're going to need another wing. They're going to need another veteran guy because I think Connaughton, um, you know, he Seems like prob- he's probably not good. Yeah, he'd probably make the team, but he also I don't think is really – you know, I think they need a little extra. They need something that's a little bit more proven that they know is going to be able to help them. And I think Tony Allen would do that if provided – I think what's happening right now is they just don't have the roster space. You know, they, they have the max of 15 guys, and I think right now being that they're in the luxury tax to eat, you know, to, to sign another guy, uh, may, maybe it does save them some money and they do that. But I, I, I just don't think that – 
you know, they, they've already invested a lot into uh, Connaughton, so they may just want to keep keep him since it's not very, it's not that much money. Is there anyone else they can waive? He's the only one that has a non guaranteed. What? Yeah, they. they oh, oh boy, Neil, my dude, you uh, you did not do a great job managing the cap. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of things about Neil. Don't get me wrong. I, I, what, what we should talk about, uh, since speaking of uh, things that reflect on Neil, how about how about how about big old Caleb Swanigan? What do yeah, you, looks what, great. What do you think about him? You just you like him? Yeah, um, I will say, uh, yeah, I thought he was flashing skills in the summer league that uh, uh, seemed tangible, seemed like something that will translate. Rebounding translates at pretty much every level. It's been, it's this isn't that like people say like, I think people say that all the time and that it sounds like nonsense, but like statistically, it's basically a proven commodity mm-hmm. uh, that rebounding translates at pretty much every level. Uh, seems like he's good at passing. Seems like he's better at shooting than he has any right to be. Um, yeah. No, he, I, he, I, um, which I don't think was something even, you know, people would pay attention, which is not me necessarily, but uh, thought was going to be the case. Uh, uh, still worried about his defense. Definitely seems like the reason he slipped so far. Um, could be a problem, especially against NBA type competition, but he does have long arms, like really long arms. Like I was listening to people talk about the day and he has way longer arms than even I thought he did. And you could argue that that particular quality, physical quality lines up better with defense, even than height at its fundamental levels. And so, uh, you know, I think there's probably more potential there, uh, if he can get the foot stuff down a little better but i mean if that's like it like if that's the worst thing we can say about a dude based on seeing him i mean given based on seeing him summerly blah 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 blah, hedge 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 uh (laughs) like that's an excellent pick or that i don't want to say that's an excellent pick that has the potential to be an excellent pick I, 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 I respect the take. Uh, I will say when I watched him last night, by the way, the Blazers uh, lost last night uh, in the in the Summer League Championship game. They were, Lonzo, they were, Lonzo sat out because he was scared. Lonzo sat out. Kyle Kuzma had 30 scared, points and scared, 10. Scared. Lonzo <laughs> scared. Kyle Kuzma had 30 and 10 uh, to lead the Lakers. And the Lakers as a whole team, by the way, they just shot the lights out at the end of this game. And, uh, Portland just could not match it. Layman tried to bring him back with a couple of threes, but uh, yeah, uh, Swanigan though made first team all summer league. And that was your double double. Only four players have done that: Blake Griffin, Kevin Love, somebody else. It's like most Spates and oh yeah, it's most Spates. Uh, most yeah, it's Blake, Kevin Love, and most Spates. And I think yeah, I think that that's it. Those are the last four. We're talking about four legends right there. Hey, I mean most Spates is not a bad player, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you, you'd hope with after what he's shown that he is not most baits, that maybe he lands somewhere even, in the middle. But hey, somewhere in the middle. If he lands somewhere in the middle. If you got most baits at 30 or wherever they took Swanigan. Yeah. No, that's good. It's not bad. No, and he has – he has he's kind of like Spates. He has that um, – he has that touch. He can shoot it. Like he really can be like a – I think he could be a, a good pick-and-pop player, uh, a pick-and-roll guy. He rebounds the, the ball, as you mentioned. And I thought his defense actually was okay, but he did. I think in the in the championship game he looked a little slow, but it was eight games in ten days, and so I, you know, I I that I think that he was. I think he, the thing that I love about him, and maybe you will once you watch regular season basketball, and I hope it translates because it's it's beautiful to watch. And I know not to buy it, but like the movement that is created off of his plays looks like real. Like when he yeah, has he the pass, he can pass. He he does like he doesn't do the Draymond where he like grabs the ball and he's in a full gallop like up the court. Like, but he does like he gets the ball and takes like one dribble and then makes an outlet pass. And like the ability to even make that one dribble is a big difference. And I Opens just up think a lot of options. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think he really. Uh, his feel for the game reminds me 
of a, it, it, it gives me Boris Diaw flashbacks. It's like the guy that I keep on mentioning, you know, and I think if, if he can work hard and, and keep continuing to work, I think that feel for the game, I just think it's going to show through. I, I will say, I appreciate the angle you're trying to make here. That's blasphemy. Boris is a god. <laughs> Boris is Boris is the god of feel. You know, I I understand that, but I think okay, Swanigan is like a newer age. Because because think about this, Boris came into the league. Boris came Boris came into the league back when you could like not you could still kind of be fat and still be in the league, like. It's not like that anymore. I mean, Boris is pulling it. No, Boris had a terrible year, didn't he? I forgot. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, there's just, there's, there aren't as many fat guys anymore. And it, it kind of sucks. A once, a once great institution, the fat NBA player. <laughs> the fat NBA player who just knew, who just like, Mark he was, was the last great one. I think. Yeah. And then he stopped being fat. Ugh. You know, as a member of the fat community, it's been, it's heartbreaking. It, it sucks. I mean, I don't want to have to watch baseball. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't want to just look there to identify it. But that's why I'm saying Swanigan, man, at heart, he has that heart. heart. He's fat at heart. He, yeah. I mean, hopefully not too fat at heart. Right. Because that's bad for your heart. But 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 I mean, he works hard. Like he, it, it just seems like he a works guy, like a fat guy. It, it just seems. It, it seems like he's like working though. Like I mean, the thing that I like about him and I I, I is that he just seems like one of those guys that's like. He's just gonna keep working, and he's just gonna get better. And like, and I, I think Vonley is better than him right now. But I would not be surprised if by year's end, you know, he's he's getting real minutes because he's just so good. It I will seems say like he's, he can rebound the ball so well, and he, he's versatile. Terry does hate rookies, but I mean, when 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 you as a rookie. People, I, I think it means more when you're a rookie and you come in and you you do you dominate. Like he dominated on the glass. Like he he really did and 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 created. He was the fulcrum of the offense. Like I know it's summer league, but like at at, at on some level, like sometimes it does show you like for real. Like when Dame really played well in summer league, like you could tell that he wasn't just gonna. That he that this wasn't just a flash in the pan. Yeah, that he was he was NBA skilled by that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know necessarily if that's the case with Swanigan, but I mean it's definitely a good sign. Collins, uh, not such a good sign. Yeah, he. I mean his his offense. You know what? I'll say it if nobody else will. Time to trade him for Carmelo Anthony. So was it Collins and? Collins and Crab. I, I don't know yeah. if that works. Get him Col- out of here. Col- Let's get Carmelo Col- in here, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't hate him. I I actually quite liked his defense. And yeah, but you would like Carmelo's defense more, right? I'm wa- I'm waggling my eyebrows right now. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Sure. But but I I, I okay. I don't think. First of all, I think we know who's on the table for. This for the Knicks trade, and it's Zach Collins. Zach Collins for Mello. It's time. I would be extremely surprised. You have your chance, Zach Collins. You're Mello now. Yeah, I mean, I might be a, I might be like a Mello radical at this point. You are. I think. I think you. I think you've gone full, full Mello. Yeah, I might have said that they should trade CJ for Mello. I did see that, and that's 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 a. That's a very, very, very radical position that I will not endorse. But I don't know if I believe it myself. But but you you if need I'm to being totally honest with you, Eric. What I believe and don't believe about Mello, I I can't even tell anymore. You know, it, it it's just so much passion. Yeah, so much passion about Mello, and I'm I'm ready for it. I want it to happen. It, it's gonna. It would be so much fun, and uh, I would love it. But back to Zach Collins for a minute. Back to Zach Collins. Trade him for Mello. I'm sorry, reflex. And I want to say this. I'm gonna. I'm a duck. Uh, I just need to say this as, as an Oregon fan. I'm a gooey duck. You are a gooey duck. Kind of the sister sister school, maybe. No. No. Uh, no, it's not sister school. I'm just kidding. I, gooey ducks are way different than uh, ducks. But 
Anyway, as I was also, saying, Evergreen's way different from Oregon. Jordan Bell has balled out in the summer league, and he's going to win a championship and probably multiple with the Warriors. I, the, the, I think that Zach Collins is basically going to be – he has the potential to be better than Jordan Bell. I think Swanigan, you know, he already performed better. His offense, I think I think Swanigan is, you know, has the potential to be better than Jordan Bell. And Collins didn't shoot well, but he has the potential to shoot well and has some offensive skills. Posting up isn't one of them. But I think he can – I think he he's not better than Jordan Bell right now, but I think his defense is like – it's pretty good. He 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 was he was very very strong. Uh, I I thought on the defensive end, and he was disappointing offensively for sure. And uh, I, but you know I I think he still has a chance to be better than Jordan Bell. I think Bell's better right now. I just wanted to say that. But I I think that his defense shows me that he can get there. So s- thank you for letting me get that point off. But oh no problem. Uh. It, you know, it is it is the, it is the Lockdown Blazers podcast. One time, I played basketball at Evergreen, and uh, there's not really an end of this story. I got beat pretty bad. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, it is Lockdown Blazers, part of the Lockdown podcast. You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls? Off the air. Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. uh... Well, you know, when you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Network. We've got a wide variety of podcasts for you. NBA, NFL. You can grab all those podcasts follow your favorite team and the leagues locked on, you love. Locked on college volleyball, uh, locked on curling, locked on cricket. Locked well, there's locked on test cricket and locked on club cricket. The 2020. Yeah, I think it's 30. 30, 30 yeah. Is it 30 or 20? I, I don't remember. know. I don't know. It's an over. Do you know that? Do you know what it is? It's like a short. What, it's like a shorter, more like TV friendly version, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes about three hours. It's like a baseball game. Okay, so cricket has these things called overs, right? Okay. I like cricket. I'm the only person I know who likes cricket. I was talking to Roth and uh, Mike Pellucci on my podcast recently. Take, Take it or break, break it. it. Yeah, listen, listen to it. Great podcast. And, and I, I mean, I Pellucci. I don't know, Eric, if you're familiar with Mike, but Mike will watch literally any sport. Uh, and, and I've watched cricket and Mike hasn't. So anyway, wow. and over that's, that's impressive. And over is basically six pitches, right? And, uh, and test is an unlimited overs form of cricket. Like you have as many overs as you can possibly get what 30 for 30 is or 20 for 20. I really, I really can't remember. I can never, quite I don't, remember I what don't it think is. it's 30 for 30. I do think I, maybe it is 20 is basically 20 sets of six pitches each uh-huh. so that's that's and so the 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 game's really short you know they don't change the ball out in cricket they don't no it just, no it get i mean it gets knocked out of the stadium and during home runs or whatever but like do I they mean, bring it do they, br- do they bring it back yeah, yeah, yeah they just bring it back like part of the game is that the ball gets like beaten and bruised and worn and it affects the way it moves like everything about test cricket in particular, it's about how like time and pressure sort of slowly like breaks the game into something else. Like that's the reason they play for five days or whatever is because everybody gets more tired and it affects the, and it like slowly like breaks apart the way the game is being played and the way, and they, and they keep the ball pretty much until it like falls apart sort of as part of that tradition as sort of, it's part of the sort of broader philosophical thing that's in cricket that will like ultimately separate the two teams because the game is going to be doing some weird, or is it just because the, the, it's only the cumulative whole game? I'm trying to figure this out. I don't know how quick cricket works. Uh, yeah, you get well, you hit the ball and you get runs. Okay, you can get up to six, but well, you can get if it goes out on the ground like a ground rule double, but it's like a ground rule double, but like. There's a lot of them in cricket, so it's weird to say it's like a ground rule double. Does that make sense? Yes. 
It's uh, not. It's not like a. It's not like a. It's not. It doesn't happen with the same frequency that ground rule doubles occur in baseball. No, no, no. Because they don't have walls in a cricket. But like, if it goes out the, if it goes, if it rolls past the thing, that's worth four runs. And if it goes like a regular home run, then that's worth six runs. And then the rest are, um, you hit the ball, and you and your and the other batsmen, you run back and forth, and the number of times you guys run back and forth, up to up to three, I guess, or four. Like that's uh, the number of runs you get, and if they hit the the stick off the other sticks, I wicket. If they hit the wicket with the ball before you get back, then uh, you're out, and somebody else takes your thing. But your partner stays in, and so you both. Uh, it's a really good sport. It's we're it's really complicated though. Anyway, hey. I, I I asked, so I'm I'm glad I got an answer. So thank you, thank you for that. If you explain baseball to people who don't live in America, that I think it's maybe sort of similarly complicated. Although I will say, three strikes and you're out is a really intuitive idea, and and it's a really intuitive idea, the type of which cricket doesn't necessarily have. There you go. Great. So anyway, I, Corbin great Smith host of Locked On Cricket. That's uh, right. That's right. Coming 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 uh, soon. Yeah, get us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Radio, uh, Pocket Casts. That's right. That's uh, my favorite. Uh, I use that app. I use, I use Pocket Cast personally. Not uh, a plug, but just I actually use it. Uh, yeah, I, I'll plug it. They're paying me. It it, it 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 costs a little money, and they are paying me. So that's right. Um, pick it up. The any, guarantee. Eaten anywhere good, memorable lately? No. Next nah. question. Okay. I had Chuck's tonight. The uh, the uh, grocery store we got around here. Oh, nice! I, I, hey, I like I had I had stuff from the grocery store tonight too. They got a new vegetarian burger. It's made out of garbanzo beans. I was a fan. I did actually have probably the best vegan cheeseburger I've ever had, and vegan cheese fries in Chicago this weekend. What was, was the What was the patty? It was a black bean patty. It was real salad. I'll take your word for it. I, I, who would have thought in the town of meat? Yeah, in the town of disgusting meat. There's no plants in Chicago, people. <laughs> okay, there's more plants in Chicago than there are in New York, I will say. Yeah, that's fair. You, New York is, like, aggressively barren in a way that's almost upsetting. I, I feel like when I go to New York, I almost get the same feeling that I get when I'm in Vegas. Like my body just feels depleted. It, feel, it feels depleted of nutrients as soon as I get there. There's just nothing. There's no plants there. They just rip out all the plants as quickly as they possibly can. Did you? Th- I didn't watch enough of summer league to have like a strong opinion. Did you think Layman looked good? He, I, on, I thought he actually looked better after Connaughton got hurt. Like he, he started to get the ball more and start to get more reps, but he didn't. Excuse me. Uh, he he didn't have a like a great. He didn't have like I mean he had that one game I think he had like twenty five or something like that but he took like twenty five shots to get there, and I was actually waiting for him to do that. I I, I thought we were gonna have more like layman chucking it twenty times, but he didn't do it that much. But he did, I thought he was able to get his shot more, and like figured out ways to get his shot. I I think he'll be a serviceable player. I have a dumb opinion about him and it, I mean, it's just dumb and that it's uninformed. I feel like he moves well. I think he has, yes. I think he has some really good cutter potential, oh. uh, which would, I think would be really useful with what Stotts does. So absolutely. That's my Jake Lehman opinion. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like Lehman, but, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I like Lehman and I, I, yeah, I'm not sure about Connaughton. His guarantee date, I think, is the 25th of July. That's according to Basketball Insiders, who Eric Pincus from Basketball Insiders usually has the best info out there on cap stuff like that. So going off that, but uh, I guess that's the next shoe to drop. But if they could if they could make a, a mellow trade, maybe they keep him. Because that would open a weird, up a spot anyway. Connaughton's a weird player because he is maybe the only player in the NBA who has like incentive to leave the NBA. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because he can make way more money in baseball. Yeah, because he can go play in baseball. Well, if he makes it up to the majors, and he's like, I think the I think the the Orioles like still rank him as like their sixth best pitcher or whatever in the in the farm system or something like that. They ha- they rank him very high, so it wouldn't take that long. But I think, you know, I think he would have to work some years off of his contract or whatever before he can get that big baseball money. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have to do the minors, which sucks. Yeah, which which uh, is not which is not at any money at all. I mean, it's they get paid nothing, basically. But, but he would also he would get guarantee he would get his draft slot money. I apparently know a little bit how baseball works. Who knew? Um, he would get his draft slot money, which would be like a million dollars or so. Which and, is uh, which is actually more than he. Which would be a, around what he makes this season if they kept him. I think it, it, it's he, like one point seven or something if they keep him. He's a little on the old side, so he would probably be in the minors for like two or three years. But then when you get up to baseball, you can make significantly more money as an FA than you can in and basketball. I think in any. Yeah, I think they're the biggest. I mean, not not soccer. I think soccer guys can still make like. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. that's a because like just so much. It's a bigger sport. I mean, Harden is about to make forty million dollars, but that uh, is pretty wild. I mean, that's like one dude. So. Yeah, and Curry, I think, is close to that too because he's at. I think he was like five years, two oh one or something. I think that the the way basketball structured, I think they're trying to make it so that there's sort of a little more casting there mm-hmm. uh, so that superstars get paid like superstars and everybody else sort of gets paid commiserate with how much they may or may not be worth, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't have, I mean, I don't want to say like, Oh, I think that's better. It's probably more rational, but uh, you know, just because capitalism has rationalities doesn't make it moral. So, so I, that's a good point. This is yeah. a very good point. I mean, the market, so the market is not a moral arbiter. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. And as I mentioned, just, you know, back to the point about uh, not baseball, but we were talking about New York and Vegas. Mello, think about how great it would feel to, to, you know, to feel the air. And walk drink, down the drink, street. walk down the street and drink the water, Mellow. Oh yeah, you can drink out of those bubblers. They're great. Yeah, what, just anywhere, just drinking water. It's everywhere. Yeah. Think about it. There's trees everywhere, Mellow. You'll not. It's beautiful. Walking down, walking down Vancouver Street. You know, got some trees overhead. Got some shade. Carmelo, you'll love it here, baby. Go get Quit some, being picky. Yeah, just 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 embrace embrace the destiny of many former New Yorkers, and 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 come home. You, this is your home, Mello. When a, when a young creative man doesn't make it in New York, he comes here. He finds a lover. Yeah, they they buy they they get a house and I don't know. What part of town? Kenton. Kenton, yeah. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go with that. It seems like an up, an up and up, uh, growing yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, Kenton's on the rise, and um, and you just live a good life, you know, Mello. Yeah, you just chill. Like nobody is going to expect you to win the title here. Come no on, no one, no. If you make the third round, you'll be a legend. Like that's all anybody wants. If if yeah, if, if this if if Melo got the Blazers somehow to the conference finals, he would. They would actually retire his jersey. Yeah, they would. I mean, and look, Dame Dame CJ Melo. That's an incredibly dynamic set of playmakers. That's a that's a tough team to guard. Like for yeah. re, for for real. Like I I also don't like like I like crab guys. I I I think he's a little bit overpaid, but yeah, I like him. I like Harkless. They're nowhere near Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, he's Carmelo Anthony. It's like don't think too hard about it, guys. I I feel like you made a great point about this, and I want to get back to this before we wrap up. That what, you know, basketball is is sports and I and, and last I checked sports were supposed to be fun and and, and and this uh I think you used to said it that people watch basketball now for bureaucratic competence and and and, and I listen I I like you know 
I like teams that are run well. I like I enjoy watching the Spurs sometimes. I like Zach Lowe. I, like, I do. I, yeah, I do. Like I like I like all these guys. You know, I, I, I like to I, talk about cap stuff. I like. I swear to God, I do. I'm I not, like fit. Not, I like I like roster construction. I like that stuff. But but I've read I've read whole Bill James almanacs before. This is not a joke. Like I like basketball statistics. But if you're going by this purely aggressively rationalist basketball statistics way of thinking, then the Warriors have everybody against a wall for a while. And so you should try to be fun right yeah, now. Absolutely. There's, there's like, no there's nothing wrong with that. And like the people being and like the people nittering and nattering about like Oh, Carmelo might take too many mid-range jumpers. It's the shots are inefficient. First off, Carmelo gets fouled a ton. And and I know I know that people apparently just like don't know this anymore, but foul shots are incredibly efficient. Uh, his true shooting <laughs> percentage is better than you think it is. Trust me. He's also a better passer than you think he is. He's, he's, a, he, he's been getting way better as a passer as he's aged. He, he's, he's a perfectly risible playmaker. He can probably spot up. I'll, I will admit that I think the people saying like, He'll co add to Portland or Houston and become Team USA Mello. I think that maybe they're fantasizing a little bit, but um, but he has those elements to his game. I mean, still. he'll 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 show it a couple of times. I don't think it'll be like the brunt of what he does, but like I'm I'm more thinking of Mello. Like I I think I I, I would I could see trail threes in his future. You know, in, in transition, I think those could definitely happen. But what definitely I could also see is like. More, more so is like second unit anchoring the team, running a pick and roll with CJ, running post up, you know, because like just posting up Carmelo is a much better possession or like getting the ball to Melo in his spots is a much better at the elbow is a much better possession than most of the possessions Portland had on the second unit last year because most of them weren't going to CJ McCollum. They were going to Evan Turner or they were going to. You know, crap. I mean, there's a lot of guys that needed the ball, and if you, I just think it'd be more useful if you just had the ball in Carmelo Anthony's hands. And he's an artful and interesting player. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a craftsman. What he does is beautiful. I know that. And there's not I, many guys left that do exactly to do what he does. You know, the, because, the individualist. I mean, I mean, because of the way that these that bureau that bureaucratics are imposing themselves on basketball a little bit like dudes like Mello are getting washed out of the league. We should celebrate uh, that he can do what he does at such a high level and on the Blazers, which is a team that he will totally be on. Absolutely. We're going to speak it into existence. If I, if it doesn't happen, you can come up to me on the street and murder me. I think it's a great place to, to end this podcast. No, it's not. Don't do that. Don't okay, do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't, do don't, 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 don't actually don't actually kill Corbin. I value my life. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. And I we we have more. We have to have more more ideas to to bring to the world here on this podcast as well, such as the the beautiful I idea. I hope somebody didn't stop listening after I said, "Please kill me." <laughs> I'm very worried now. I don't. I think it's it's a little too much worry. I think right now we just need to live in the moment. Uh, just tell everybody. <laughs> listen to this, not to murder me if Carmelo doesn't sign with the Blazers. I'm just really worried about it because it's gonna be sad. It's gonna be you know. It's gonna be. There's already gonna be enough sadness if once Carmelo, if he does get traded to Houston, you know, once it doesn't go down, like it's gonna be sad to see that that moment die. You know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a noise. I'm sorry, guys. I'm very distractible. Anyway. Well, uh, Eric, Eric, do you have anything to promote? Uh, I do not currently, no. other than this podcast, where we have the best ideas, the best takes, the best guests, and the best analysis on your favorite team, the Portland Trailblazers, Lockdown Blazers. Do you have anything to pod? Yeah, let's take to it a break. It. Okay, take it a break it. It's really good. I swear to God, it's a good podcast. Is there anything you're working on? I've got some pitches out. Nice, nice. Well, you know, we're, we're looking, looking forward to seeing those things when they do come out. And listen, Take It or Break It. Subscribe to both of our podcasts, Locked On Blazers or Take It or Break It on iTunes. Follow. You can also subscribe to Locked On Blazers on Stitcher, Audio Boom, all those places. 
uh, yeah, thanks for joining me, Corbin. My pleasure. It was a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, and Mello, if you're listening to this, you know, come to Portland. Come to Portland. Everyone will love you, dude. Even the people acting like they won't will. Yeah, they just don't know it yet either. Just like you don't know you would like Portland yet. So yeah, yeah. Until next time. Uh, as we await more news on the Carmelo Anthony front and the rest of free agency, Blazers still have some stuff to do about a week until they have to decide on Pat Connaughton. So until next time. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17